Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we answer one question because it's that big, right? But we talk about, we kind of go around the room and share our thoughts, is does posture influence pain? Big question. We're going to answer that for you on today's episode. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Welcome back, everybody, the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. We're up at Champion PT and Performance in Boston, Massachusetts. Lenny McCrina, Dave Tilly, Dan Pope, Mike Scaduto. We're here answering all your questions related to PT, fitness, sports, performance, all that fun stuff. This episode, we have very, what's our students? What's our adjective for our students today? Astrologists. We have two very astronomical students for us today. We have Buzz Lightyear, Johnny Ray's LaRouf. Um, from uh, <laughs> from Clarkson University, and I'm starting to mess myself up with all these things. So John Larue from Clarkson University, Brooks Klein, who's uh, Woody from the Western Frontier. <laughs> Woody from the Western Frontier. I like. I don't like you, Brooks. I just want you on record. I like. I just like. I like calling you Brooks. Scudero's got one too. What? You got one for Brooks? Oh, Brooksy Cat from uh, Meet the Parents. Brooksy Cat. Is it Meet the Parents? Was it Brooks? Okay. Yeah. Brooksy Cat, Just right? Brooksy Cat. Google search I, Woody from Toy wrong. Story. It'll make sense. It'll yeah, make right. Brooksy. <laughs> I like kind of All right. Woody the Brooksy Cat <laughs> from UNLV. On, the, on this episode, we actually have one question because we it was like a big question. Right, so I, this question rolled in, and we we're going to include it just like in our normal stuff. And then I'm like, oh boy, this could go. This could oh, be a long one. So, um, who wants to read it? You guys want alternate words? Alternate <laughs> <laughs> letters. I think would be difficult. Yeah. Uh, you got a buzz? I got it. Uh, buzz has got it. All right, the questions from Ian from North Carolina. I was reading through a recent discussion on one of your posts on Instagram and in the influence of posture on pain. There seems to be a lot of theories. What do you guys think? What is the influence of posture on pain? We talked about this a lot on Facebook and Instagram the last few weeks because I put a post showing the prevalence of uh, rotator cuff tears or you know higher in people with poor posture. And there's you know there's definitely not you know the best methodology in that study, but I, it created a bit of a buzz. So I don't know. Does posture influence pain? Who wants to start? These are this is a big one, but there's tons of info. You got it, Mike. I, I can start. I'll let you guys um, follow up. But I, I know yeah. when I like when I sit at my computer for a long time with bad posture, I don't feel better. So I feel pretty bad actually after sitting for like four or five hours working on the computer with bad posture. I just don't feel. You feel worse. I feel worse. Like so, I don't know if that means anything. That's it. Our experience. So let's roll off that. What do you guys think? Like, why does Mike feel worse? After sitting at his computer all day, that's actually that's an interesting question. So, his poor posture did increase his symptoms, but I mean, why? Oh gosh, I think it depends. I think sitting for a prolonged period of time and not moving probably has a lot of things going on physiologically that just make you feel poor. I know that if I sit and I work in front of a computer for a long period of time, as opposed to standing and engaging with people, I feel better standing and engaging, being more social, moving my body. I bet physiologically, there's a lot of good stuff that goes on with movement. 
Um, I think the big question um, is whether or not <clears throat> having a prolonged posture is going to lead to pain, right? But I think the thing that we can probably all agree on is that when someone has a pain problem, certain postures will definitely exacerbate that, you know, without a doubt. You know? point. I can say right now, sitting here for a while, my hip is starting to hurt, you know, it doesn't feel phenomenal. Um, I wouldn't say that sitting is going to make everyone's hip hurt, though, but it's definitely related to that individual. That's an, I think yeah. that's that's well done. I mean, it, an interesting quote that came up. So Greg Lehman actually had a great quote. So I think it's safe to say Greg doesn't listen to this podcast, right? So we're probably <laughs> safe to chat here, but maybe he will if he reads this exactly. title. So what's up, Greg? Okay, Greg put a pretty cool comment. He just said, like, you know, like uh, loading his life or something like that. I actually replied. I was like, yeah, that's pretty good, like loading his life. Because somebody said, like, well, you know, poor posture increases load. Right, it increases load on the tissue. And he's like, well, you know, tissue needs to be loaded, right? And I thought that was actually a smart comment, Greg. Sorry, but I also thought it was quite short-sighted too, because that's just implying all load is good. And I think that's, you know, interesting. So what I kind of added to the conversation, and I like to just plant these bombs and then step away and let everybody else argue about them. Uh, but like, what I added to the conversation was, is like, well, can we say though that certain postures, as well as other things, like a type type 3 acromium or something like that, but can certain postures then decrease the capacity of the tissue to handle load before symptoms occur or partial tearing occurs or inflammation occurs? So it's real short-sighted to just say you need load. I mean, maybe it's really like it, the, the, the issue of like, you know, are there things like posture, does that make your total capacity to load lower? You know, and I added that to the question. I don't think anyone's chirped back at me. Yeah, but I'm sure they will. But um, um, I don't know. So, so based on that, what do you? What, I don't know. Keep keeping the discussion. I going. think that's just building upon what we've been saying. Is you put yourself in a seated position. You know, your lumbar spine is flexed relatively, so that means all the muscle surrounding musculature is 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 trying to hold on in a flexed position. And then you go up and you're upright. Now, now you're extended, and now you got to do things in that position. Can the tissue respond? And some people yes, and some people no. What's the stress in their life? What's going on in other things? I think there's so many different factors. I think it's one small piece. Yeah. I agree with that. Similar. I mean, I, I definitely, because I was interested in this myself, because I was just kind of going through posture. I was kind of redoing my shoulder impingement series, um, which you guys have not checked out, fitnesspainfree.com. Um, anyway. <laughs> Search your shoulder pain series. Yeah. Nice. Good. Initially, I had a, a post about posture, and honestly, I didn't update it because it's a... Uh, the literature, at least when I was doing the review, and I think it's important that if you want to get some answers, you go and look yourself as opposed to just reading everything that's on social media. Go on, look at the research yourself, and right. come up with your own idea. Social media does not have any answers. Yeah. I would argue, but yes. But it was very mixed. I said that most, the majority of what I found did not correlate postures with shoulder pain, but then again, Mike found an article just the other day that had a very strong correlation between postures and shoulder pain and also with uh, pathology, right? Right. Um, but I was finding quite a bit that was linking prolonged postures with neck pain uh, and a little bit of low back pain. So I think it's kind of like stress, and you know, Dave and I talked about allostatic load, and Lenny just alluded to this. It's all the influences in your body that are potentially leading to this. Maybe my neck starts hurting because I've got a lot of stress going on in my life. I actually have terrible posture. I have terrible load capacity in my neck because I don't exercise all the time. All these things are going to come together to give you a problem, right? right. Maybe if you do an enormous study and look at everyone's posture in the entire world and say, okay, so postures don't affect that. It's like, wow, there's a billion variables that could have right. led to that person having a problem. Yeah. Right. You, there's no 
no way you can say that the research indicates it's not related whatsoever. Right. I think it's a yeah. small, small piece. It's one piece you can't ignore because you got to know the majority of people out there are not exercising like these guys. So they're not out there loading the tissue. They're not out there doing movement stuff. They are sitting at a desk and then they go home and they sit and eat dinner and then they sit and watch Netflix. So I think that's those are the people that are out there. So yeah, 80% of people with back pain get better. Uh, yes, on their own, but I, I still think there's that 20% that we can't ignore that are not exercising and loading the tissue and then end up seeing us for PT. So it's a small, small piece of of the puzzle that is pain. Lynn, are you a shareholder of Netflix? I am, I am actually not a shareholder of Netflix. Right, I was going to say, do we have to disclose that? Big, big regrets that I did not buy Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's, all right, so how, how about this way, then? I think my thought might summarize a lot of it. All right. Yeah. So I think, I mean, yeah. I agree with all of like what these guys are saying and what I've learned to kind of take from the literature and all stuff is, is one of the biggest buzzwords that's around posture is variability, right? And I think that that concept has a lot of facets into what we do, right? Like the people who come to see us, like maybe it's the first time we've said like, hey, maybe lay on your stomach for the first time in a while. Like, hey, look up every once in a while. Like, or like do some exercises to reverse your postures, you say, or like dancing, like add some more variability into your training. It's not always about like mobility differences. I think people get like jump to like, oh, mobility stiffness causes postural adaptations which is now I heard. That's not really always directly related, but like variability in training or like doing other exercises for your upper back along with the front of your shoulders, right? I think those factors are usually what people find the end benefit of, whether it's education from us or exercise design or whether it's just like talking to them about what's going on. Like why do you, you know, after eight hours of sitting, do you feel bad because that tissue is sensitive versus like if you just get it move around, you might feel a little better. So I don't know if it's like, so much is that like the posture is the problem, but it's more about like your lack of the ability to do a bunch of different stuff and not do one thing over and over is probably what sensitizes the tissue. All right, so let's go off that and let's combine even with Mike's comment to an extent here. What if you sit all day and then you never do anything but sit all day? It's, it's, it, that happens everywhere, you know? Yeah. Are those people in pain? Does it cause pain? Or is the question is, is do we sit all day and then go play basketball? Right. Or do we sit all day and then go do a overhead press with a barbell? Right? Is yeah. that maybe that maybe the issue isn't that posture creates, but posture creates disuse, which creates or, muscle imbalances yeah. and you know, tightness issues and tone and you know some muscles that you know are used to not being on because of compensation and stuff like that. Like so, it's does posture create this cascade of things? And then it's that we sit for X hours a week. You drive to work. You sit at a desk all day. You drive home. You eat dinner. You watch Netflix. And that's it. And then on the weekend, you try to play ball with your kids, yeah. and all of a sudden, your shoulder hurts. And they say, well, it's because of your posture. No. But I think you're right. That scenario alludes to everything, right? Like, me and gymnastics, right? Like, they live all day long in interior tilt, right? In extension. They train in extension. A lot of them just adapt to extension. And it's not that that's bad for them, but that plus a bunch of back handsprings is probably what finally aggravates you. So I don't know right. it's... It's the, that that posture. It's like the repetitiveness of it, or the like you said, stacking something on top of that of high right. demand. You know, and I would say too. I feel like our treatment style here, like our philosophy here, is was like we, you know, we we turn on muscles. I don't know what the heck that means, right? I don't know what the neurophysiology or the you know neuromuscular components of what turning on a muscle is. But like I always use this example with patients. It's probably good to share here, just like analogy wise. But like, look, when you sit in your chair all day, right? Like your core doesn't need to do anything. The chair is keeping me from falling to the floor, right? If I were to stand up, I have to like use my core to engage a little bit, right? But I'm just sitting here. My core is completely turned off because the chair is helping me stabilize so I don't collapse into a pile of bones. 
the second I stand up, if I've been doing that all day, you rock back on your static stabilizer, your passive stabilizer, because your core is still off. I don't know what that means, but again, it's still, it's just not active. And then you just start exercising, you start doing some of the drills we do, some of the rhythmic stabilizations for the core, just like a generic strength and conditioning program, and all of a sudden they go throughout life and they use their core more during their daily life. Right, so it's it, 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 we see that in here. So I, I guess maybe the real summary of this isn't that posture doesn't cause pain, but all the the associated um, uh, deficits or associated consequences of having poor posture all day and not having movement variability, not ever doing any strength training, not working on your mobility, not trying to you know reverse your posture throughout the day the consequences of that are probably going to be what limits it but again your body adapts to the stress applied or not applied we always talk about the stress that's applied right and that we build more resilient tissue by by applying load but remember your body also will go in the other direction if you never apply load that's fine if you never apply load Right? But if you just sit and that you want to be the best sitter in the world, then you should probably sit more. That depends on how we're defining applying a load. Sitting for eight hours in this awful postural position might be enough load to break down the tissue that hasn't had load applied to it, and, yeah. so to speak. Right, you yeah, I mean? the, the threshold Correct. is going down. Right. It's more sensitive to, to issues, yeah. So... You know, but somebody else brought up another point too, which I thought was interesting. But it's, again, it's the whole pain science concept, the fear mongering thing. It's like, oh, you don't, you don't make the patients afraid. And I'm like, afraid? Like, is that the right word? Like, I don't think anybody's like quivering in bed, <laughs> like, like, like scared of the dark that like that they can't move. I think, look, we're creating awareness and caution, right? Not fear. I mean, I, I don't know who describes it. Like, oh, don't sit like that. It's going to break right now. Like, not, like not, nobody's like that. It's like, look, like telling people to work on their posture is like, like how can that be a bad thing? You know, like, I, I don't think anybody is belaboring it that it's evil to sit in bad posture, but there are so many good benefits of, of getting out of that position and reversing your posture and you know, having variability in your movements and getting stuff. So, yeah, getting your muscles moving again. And get, just getting your cardiovascular system. You know what I mean? I, 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 so I'm going to just see it as a different book. Heck, maybe our patient population is different, but that, that's what our, our patients need here. So, what else? Anything else? That good? That was a good question. Mm-hmm. It was a big question. So, I don't think any of us think posture causes a cuff tear, right? Like, I don't think we do that. But there's certainly, there's there's definitely some things that go into it. Maybe some of the, 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 the results, the end results of poor posture may be it. So I guess maybe we'll, you know, you know, let you guys decide, right? And I guess we can continue talking online. But, um, you know, interesting question. I don't know if we'll ever know the answer, but that's just kind of our style, right? So... Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Good big question on that one. Maybe we'll, we'll do more uh, episodes on one question so we can elaborate more. Depth. You know, some some depth on that. Somebody made a comment on YouTube that are, are they're too short and they should all be like two hours long. I'm like, yeah, like, oh, we got other long, things long to do. Work. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. like, LA traffic, Kobe, I'll get you. Yeah, that sounds, sounds nice. I just, I don't know. I, we, we have to I don't actually, like I want to listen to me for two hours. We have to help people heal, too. So, but anyway, so good episode. I like it. Good stuff. Thanks so much. Head to MikeRound.com. Click on that podcast link. You can fill up the form to ask us more questions. Anything related to PT, fitness, business, sports performance, all that stuff in between, please ask. And don't forget, head to iTunes and Spotify, rate, review, and subscribe to us. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.